The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor William M. Hahn, Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KB-TV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m on station KECY Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20, Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the Gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon a landmark in Kali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. This morning, we are celebrating Mother's Day and the President Royal House Branch Church 22nd anniversary. 
To begin our telecast, our church choir under the direction of choir director Emilia Hahn will sing the song entitled, Mother of Mine. We can truly thank the Lord for our mothers who faithfully serve the Lord and pray for us daily. May the Lord pour forth a special blessing on all our mothers today. Please join in and sing along with our choir, following the words on your screen.
Up next, the church band under the direction of yours truly will play a melodious rendition of the song, Mother.
Coming up next is Associate Pastor Marvin Abing, who will sing this cheerful number entitled, Love Lifted Me. Marvin is accompanied by yours truly on the piano, Associate Pastor Trustee Evans Brook Sr. and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the drums. Sinking deep in sin, far from a peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. Both the master heard my despairing cry for the waters lifted me now safe am love lifted me love
For their final number, the church choir will sing This Day in May. What a wonderful blessing to have a special day set aside to celebrate mothers. Now we call upon the talents of Punahele Kapuni of the church band. She will play this lovely instrumental rendition of the song Faith of Our Mothers on the Auto Harp.
The next musical selection will be sung by the Jubilees. They will join their voices and bring forth this heartwarming number entitled, In the Bible Mother Read. The Jubilees are accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. It is a pleasure to dedicate this song to Mrs. Sarah Arkiona of Makakilo. We pray the Lord continue to pour forth His bountiful blessings upon you, pressed down and overflowing. May He also grant you much peace, love, and joy in this life and that to come. God bless you, Sarah, and have a wonderful day. Praise the Lord, everyone, Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, Gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor Island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanero Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alvario in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Hawaii, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor William M. Hahn Sr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor William? Thank you, Melvin. Perhaps some in our viewing audience may be asking if the participants in our weekly telecast are compensated to perform in the choir, band, or special vocal and instrumental groups. My simple answer is no. Please be assured that everyone you see in our telecast are faithful members of the Apostolic Faith Church who willingly give their rehearsal and performance times and talents from their heart for the glory of God without monetary gains of any kind. And contributions from you, dear television viewers, are used to help maintain these weekly telecasts. Hence, through the generosity and financial help from our faithful viewers, we are able to present our sermons such as today's topic entitled, Behold My Mother. It is taken from the New Testament writings in Mark, the third chapter, 31 to 35. There came then his brethren and his mother, and standing without sent unto him, calling him. And the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked round about on them which sat about him, and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and mother. Jesus Christ defined the true meaning of his mother and brethren as those doing the will of God. Therefore, let us take that note when addressing our earthly mothers, grandmothers, 
mothers-to-be who display real Christian traits of Bible believers who have taught us and trained us in the ways of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We affectionately honor mothers everywhere by saying Happy Mother's Day on this your special day. Let us love our mothers and wives by blessing and respecting them because they truly deserve the honor based or the diligence in providing both spiritually and physically for every one of us. It is a job that only mom can do, and our mothers have performed in a very special way, many times sacrificing for us even before herself in all things. Therefore, let us say, thank you, mother, and we love you for all your kindly deeds and love gifts we've enjoyed over the years, from childhood into adulthood. Proverbs 31, 1-3 offers this example relating to the mother of King Lemuel. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him, what, my son? And what, the son of my womb? And what, the son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. This motherly advice holds true today and can be applied by all children to life's lessons pertaining to what we should do and what we should not do. It is most gratifying to see a well-disciplined person who, in many cases, has been groomed and taught from the Bible, the finer things of living and loving others to be able to successfully attain good citizenship within this life. Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States, expressed his love for mother saying, no man is poor who has had a godly mother. What a wonderful confession from a man who has known life and the things that it puts before us all. Another anonymous person once coined this phrase about mother. Of all the earthly things God gives, there is one above all others. It is the precious, priceless gift of loving Christian mothers. Mother is a term defined as, one, a female who has born offspring, two, a female parent, three, a female who adopts a child or otherwise holds a maternal relationship toward another, and four, holding a maternal relationship such as the mother church with other branch churches under it. Speaking from a spiritual perspective, Anna Jarvis of Grafton, West Virginia, and Philadelphia began a campaign for nationwide observance of Mother's Day. She chose the second Sunday of May. The President Woodrow Wilson signed the joint resolution of Congress recommending observance on May 9, 1914, and it was so starting the following year. We pay special recognition to all our Christian mothers today who have given up all to follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They are the real mothers who exemplify the term mother because they serve with diligence and unwavering faithfulness. This kind of love for Jesus Christ and his gospel work is indicative of the love exhibited by Jesus for his own mother, Mary. Luke 1, 26-38 relates, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art hardly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, 
and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she had also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her, recognizing her holy calling. Mary answered the message from God sent through the mouth of the angel Gabriel. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. She displayed total obedience to God's calling and willingly accepted his will for her life to become a vessel in fulfilling the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. On the other hand, God always speaks to us concerning our calling in life and the things that he has set before us. This is confirmed as we read the account of Joseph, the earthly paternal guardian of Jesus, as God also spoke to him concerning this very same miracle and immaculate conception that he would become a part of it. In Matthew 1, 18-25, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all of this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord, by the, of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from the sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Joseph displayed the same obedience shown by Mary his wife, and we know that God performs mighty wonders in the lives of men and women, even unto today, confirming the scriptural passage in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. This example of the birth of Jesus and obedience of his parents, Mary and Joseph clearly indicates that we too must let the Lord Jesus Christ have his way in our daily lives. Hence, we will be able to realize the real purpose and calling that Jesus Christ has determined for our earthly lives. 
Luke 137 details Mary's words as the future mother of Jesus saying, for with God nothing shall be impossible. These words likewise apply to each and every one of us who is willing to believe. Hence, we must believe the gospel of the kingdom of God defined in Mark 1, 14 to 15. Now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Two commandments are given for us to follow. First, everyone must repent by acknowledging and confessing that we are all born sinners. Repentance is defined as having godly sorrow for our sin. And second, we must believe the gospel good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. This fourfold gospel details the sacrifice that Jesus Christ shed his blood for every man, woman, and child when he was crucified on the cross of Calvary. Hence, Jesus Christ has commanded Nicodemus and each of us today in John 3, 5, which reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This commandment details that we must be born of water, which means to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, and to be born of the Spirit, which means we must speak in God's unknown tongue or language as the only biblical evidence to prove that we have received His Holy Spirit within. Matthew 3, 13-17 displays the baptism of Jesus Christ, saying, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Jesus Christ was sent by God, the Father to be redeemed us as born sinners who have inherited the sin from our four parents, Adam and Eve, who disobeyed God's instructions in the Garden of Eden and thereby pronounced sin upon the entire human race. Acts 2.38 is God's commandment describing the only correct method of baptism that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2.39 describes God's promise given, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Acts 4.12 confirms our baptism in the same name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. God's plan of salvation is very plain and simple to follow. And we find the direct confirmation written in Acts 2.41. The day that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. The Lord Jesus Christ has also promised us today that he will send the church another day of Pentecost, and we too will have 3,000 souls baptized in one day. We must prepare ourselves for this soon-coming event because God's promise is true, yea and amen, for we all know that God cannot lie to his people and his creation. Hence, our rooftop sign above the apostolic faith church clearly warns all mankind, Jesus is coming soon. 
Many travel each and every day and view our church sign. Do you think that they are preparing themselves to be ready when he comes? That is our daily prayer that one and all will be ready to meet him when he returns in clouds of glory, saying, come up hither. We must prepare ourselves today and secure our passage into heaven because tomorrow may be too late. And there is no promise for tomorrow. Jesus Christ will come as a thief in the night and in the twinkling of an eye to call his waiting bride the church. The love of Jesus Christ for his church is very much similar to a mother's love for her husband, children, family, and friends. Hence, love can be defined as one, a profoundly tender passion and affection, and two, a feeling of warm personal attachment. Therefore, a mother and her love combined together is a very powerful resource. It is said that Jesus Christ, our Lord, is always our first love. Our mothers, wives, husbands, and children are our second love. And all others are our third love, just as a matter of perspective. God's word, the Bible describes that behind Moses was his mother, Jochebed. Behind Samuel was his mother, Hannah. Behind Jesus was his mother, Mary. Behind John the Baptist was his mother, Elizabeth. And behind Timothy was his loving mother named Eunice. Hence, our mothers and fathers are the support infrastructure for their children. And according to God's plan, they must provide for their offspring, both spiritually and physically in all things. Ephesians 6, 1-3 offers this biblical guidance for the duty of children towards their parents. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. It is a blessing to see children who take care of their parents and show them the respect with many acts of love and gratitude for all that both mother and dad have done for them. Being good to our parents, we too will be blessed with long life upon this earth as God's given promise. Let me share with you a very appropriate poem entitled, Measure of a Mom's Love, from an unknown author. It reads, Someday when my children are old enough to understand the logic that motivates a mother, I will tell them, I loved you enough to ask where you were going, with whom, and what time you would be home. I loved you enough to insist that you save your money and buy a bike for yourself, even though we could afford to buy one for you. I love you enough to be silent and let you discover that your new best friend was as quoted in an article, quote unquote, a creep. I loved you enough to make you take a Milky Way back to the drugstore with a bite out of it and tell the clerk I stole this yesterday and want to pay for it. I loved you enough to stand over you for two hours while you cleaned your room, a job that would have taken me 15 minutes. I loved you enough to let you see anger, disappointment, and tears in my eyes. After all, children must learn that their parents aren't perfect. I loved you enough to let you assume the responsibility for your actions, even when the penalties were so harsh, they almost broke my heart. But most of all, I loved you enough to say no when I knew you would hate me for it. Those were the most difficult battles of all. I'm glad I won them, because in the end, you want something too. Hence, a mother's love has been described as being second only to the love of God and his concern for his creation. 
Well, this love has also been described in a musical rendition that reads, M is for the million things she gave me. O means only that she's growing old. T is for the tears she shed to save me. H is for the heart of purest gold. E is for her eyes with love light shining. R means right and right she'll always be. Put them all together, they spell mother. A word that means the world to me. God's word, the Bible, scripturally defines God's creation of a man and a mother. In Proverbs 31, 10 to 12, and 28 to 30, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Adam acknowledged his wife, as we read in Genesis 3.20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Her name means life-giving or mother, calling her his wife and mother, even before their children were born, as a beautiful example of faith. Abraham Lincoln also mentioned this phrase, all that I am and all that I hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. Mother is the world's most successful teacher. Everything a child learns in his or her formative years can either be a credit to his or her parental mother. Mother answers all questions. Mother teaches her children the basic principles that really count in life, such as the value of prayer, faithful trust in God, honesty, and personal morality. On this Mother's Day, we recognize all our faithful mothers in the church who stand as examples of spirit-filled, Bible-believing saints of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of their special examples, we send special praise and thanks to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for giving us the best of His creations, our dearly beloved mothers. On behalf of all our mothers in Christ Jesus, we encourage everyone to prepare and be ready to hear Jesus Christ call His bride. The church up to meet Him in the clouds of glory, saying, Come up hither, come up hither. Come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's Word in the church and review our telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Han Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. Our church band will close our program with a song titled, O Blessed Day of Motherhood.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.